Welcome back to Level Up. The handsomest two hours of radio. Okay, I can't do that anymore. Mario's got a pink shirt on. Yeah, but it's a breast cancer awareness shirt. The stop the war in my rack. Oh my God, I like that. It's not what my shirt says, but I like that. No, it has, uh, it has two big old baseballs, and it says, uh, don't let cancer steal second base. Well played, sir. Yeah, I like that. Um, so there's uh, Philly. There's your Jimmy Buffett music. What a strange celebration, I guess. I mean, if it's summertime and you're on the beach, whatever. I Judge not listen. You be judged, right? Speaking of judging, um, I have a hard time not judging Roger Goodell's decision to suspend Ray Rice for only two games. And I, I, I will say this, um, the people that are coming out saying, oh, apparently it's it's worse to smoke weed than it is to beat your wife. Look, I, I don't think in any sense that Roger Goodell thinks that beating your wife is less serious. And let me just clarify this before we get into it. The reason that players get suspended for the amount of time that they do uh, for marijuana use is because of the CBA. The players agreed to this. They signed, when they came up with the new CBA, they agreed to uh, weed being illegal and the suspensions that comes along with it. Now, I'm sure there were players that didn't want to sign it, but for all intents and purposes, that's what they came up with, the players' union, and that's how it is. So that's why Josh Gordon now, because it was a second offense, or was it his third offense? I think it was his Gordon's Gordon. Well, it's more than that. It take your third offense was the one last year. It gets you the four game suspension. Uh, it take you don't even you most so people it's, don't so even, it's, it's four for the year then. No, it's it's a cumulative total. But okay. what happens is with your first and second offense, people don't know about that. It's when you get that suspension that's your third offense, and that's when people start that's realizing you had prior offenses. Because yeah, you your first two you get put into the the group where right. they can test you any time. Right. So before you get caught. You always know when your test is going to be. More or less. And within I've, a week. Okay. And, I, and I've referred to this book several times on the show. Uh, Slow Getting Up by Nate Jackson, former Denver Bronco wide receiver slash tight end. He's a bubble guy. He, you know, talks in depth about, you know, weed use. He said that that was the only thing that would help him sleep at night from, you know, keeping his head from ringing. Uh, we had Rick Upchurch on the show a couple weeks ago. He said the same thing. He's like, look. Obviously, it's frowned upon, and weed is one of those things that has such a negative connotation. I'm not saying that it's good, but we don't know what these players are going through. I mean, I never played football, you know, other than flag football, past middle school. You know, Ben, I know you were in college for a little bit, but obviously no one here has sniffed the pros, especially the pros nowadays. So who am I to judge a player who is getting the, the crap kicked out of him week in and week out, day in and day out, and if the only thing that will help him sleep at night is to smoke weed, then who in the world am I to say no? Now, again, I'm not promoting marijuana use. I don't smoke weed. Um, I, I don't think that people should. But again, I don't know their lives, and I'm not going to pretend like I do. You know, I'm not going to put this guy up on a pedestal and say, oh, he's such an idiot. And speaking of that, you know, Justin Blackman got arrested again. Clearly, these guys have problems. But... You know, when you're only suspending Ray Rice for two games, I have an issue with it because now it becomes, you know, this all-encompassing issue where it goes beyond the field. It goes beyond sports. I can hear a justification where, you know, look, I, you know, I smoke weed because it helps me feel better. It helps the demons go away, whatever. I'll buy into that. There's no excuse for the Ray Rice situation. You're not 
beating your wife to make you feel better. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's a little bit of a stretch on my part, but that's the way that I'm looking at it. That's why I have a hard time believing that two games is sufficient. Nolan, I know you're saying that you might be on board with it. So, Ben, I want to get your take, and then Nolan will kick it over to you. Uh, my take as far as do I think that the suspension should have been longer? Yeah. I, I think that the suspen- I think that in looking at previous suspensions and what they're based on, in this case, Ray Rice is an integral part of the Baltimore Ravens, who are a competitive football team's offense. He's a very vital part of that. I think if this had been um, some of his backups, if this had been Justin Forsett, if it's been Sierra Wood, if this had been uh, one of the rookies like Lorenzo Taliaferro, it would have been more than two games. I think that what Goodell did here was attempt to protect the brand by giving something that wouldn't be as impactful on the team long term. Which is a shame. That I mean, that's just my take. Again, that's an opinion. I, I, I don't know that to be a fact. That's simply my opinion. Because when you look at previous suspensions and what they were for, I mentioned in the one up at one about uh, New Orleans Saints defensive coordinator Greg Williams was suspended for a year for essentially quoting the karate kid saying, kill the body and the head must die. Now, he was incentivizing injury to players as well, so that it is a bit... Um, there's a bit of a misnomer if I leave that part out. but A little malicious. Uh, right. But he was, attempt- he was attempting to get players to hurt other players who were wearing protective gear. Okay, well, let me, let me pause you real quick uh, and just say this. When these players are on the field, it's not like they're going out there uh, before the game and saying, I'm picking out this guy and I'm going to hurt him. But when you're on that field, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I'm just saying, as far as like premeditated, it's much more likely that these guys get out onto the field Obviously, you want to hit the other guy mm-hmm. as hard as possible. Right. Do you want to hurt him? Maybe yes, maybe no. But you do want to knock them on their you-know-what. Mm-hmm. You want to knock some sense out of them. So, I mean, are you trying to hurt them? When you're fired up and in the moment, mm-hmm. yeah. I would say absolutely. I, it doesn't have to be malicious. That's th- just the mindset. There's truth to that. There has been malicious intent in the in the past, though. Um, uh, for instance, um the Raiders went after Elvis Gerbach when he was the uh, when he was the quarterback. Of the Chiefs they knew his shoulder was hurting and they deliberately went after him. There are instances where people went after Favre and his ankle um, when they knew it was hurting, you know, because they thought it gave an advantage. There are documented cases of that. Saints but, bounty too. Yeah, well, that's what I was talking about with Greg Williams was that was that situation right there, the bounty gate and, and that kind of stuff. But um, I, and I'm interested to hear Nolan's take on this because he, you know, during the break we were discussing it briefly and, and he he talked about it. And I, I'm kind of interested to hear his side of this because I, I want a different perspective on it. I'm kind of jaded uh, after hearing all the coverage this week. Now. When you were doing your one-up at one, there was one specific part of it that kind of caught my attention where you said, we have this video of Ray Rice, you know, beating the crap out of his wife. Let me ask you guys, have you seen the video? Yes, I have. Mario, have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, not to be trivial here, but what, what exactly, for those who have not seen it, what what is in that video? Well, it's basically him dragging his wife off the elevator. The uh, The occurrence has already occurred. Now, keep in mind that that's not the only video. That's the publicly released video, but there's additional that's video. That's the TMZ video. Right, and there's additional video that the police have of what transpired inside the elevator. I guess my opinion on it, and I, I don't want to be misrepresented here because I don't want to, you know, come off like a Stephen A. Smith or anything else here, but I feel like... Nolan, you're a very dear friend of mine! <laughs> I, I guess I just feel like without there being any evidence of what appears to be likely, I will grant you that it appears very likely what probably transpired right before that. But without having seen that for myself, it's hard for me to sit here and say Ray Rice deserves half a season or a full season or anything like that. I, I, again, it's likely that that's probably what happened. But without having seen it for myself, it is, you know, and innocent until proven guilty. And I know part of being in the NFL is they can suspend you 
without, you know, going through the whole court system and being proven guilty. And that's fine. I, I guess I just I think it sets, like I said, a dangerous precedent. Let me let me also say this. Ray Rice has admitted to striking his fiance with his hand, and that was the cause of the unconsciousness that he had to drag her out of the elevator. I mean, that is a quote from uh, Ray Rice, and the police have verified that as well in the police report. Right. So now let me ask you this: uh, Give both of your guys' opinions on this, and then we'll go get Sportster from the uh, the Incredible Wine and Spirits Hotline. When Solange, Beyonce's sister, struck Jay Z in the elevator. I mean, it almost seemed like a mirrored thing. You know, it was in the elevator, you know, somebody well-known, got it on film, and it was kind of turned into a joke. And I understand we're always going to have this double standard because, you know, as a man, if you get hit by a woman, you need to just leave and, you know, just avoid the situation entirely. Yeah, Ben. I, I want to say this. Let me say this. Anybody can be provoked to anger, but it takes a conscious decision on your part to turn that anger into physical violence. You always have the option to stop. You could be, you know, I've been provoked to anger before. I've been slapped in the face. I've had, you know, a girl throw a cup of water on me. I've been there. I slap Ben in the face on a weekly basis. And, you know, and I, my face gets red and I ball my fist up and I'm like, I'm not going to hit a woman like Mario. So, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I set myself up for that. I you lobbed it up. Coming. Let's go out to the Incredible oh, Wine and Spirits hotline and get Sportster on that note. Sportster, how you doing, buddy? Speaking of people beating people, we got our resident Raiders fan in. Uh, Good afternoon. <laughs> What's up, man? I don't do that stuff. Anymore. I know, Johnny. That gets you. That gets you in trouble. Although I, I can relate, uh, it's it's a choice you make to hit somebody back, whether it's male or female. It definitely should never be a female. I had a girl pour a beer in my head when I was seventeen. I punched the wall. So I learned how to fix the wall, and then I've been doing that stuff ever since. But anyhow, see, so it was good that that happened. So it was kind of beneficial. <laughs> in a sense. So yeah, but I, I mean, with. Uh, was Rice and his girl, who care, I don't know what kind of relationship they have, it's volatile or what, but you know alcohol was involved. Right. And when alcohol is involved, your ability to make judgments is severely hampered. It, if I could say one thing, too, I know that um, Ray Rice's lawyer's defense, the, the stance that they took was that he was defending himself. She had attacked him first. Do you not think that Ray Rice is capable as a pro NFL running back of restraining his girlfriend for two floors of an elevator before he gets out? Like, yeah, exactly. you think all he could have do was knock her out? I think he had a lot of other options if he was getting attacked. I get, I get the situation. I get situationally things can get escalated, but still, I think you're right there. I think that that's something that you need to do. You need to have the ability to restrain yourself like that. So, and like, if you've been out drinking and partying all night, then that, that kind of judgment, that's out the window. Right, 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 right. As far as uh, Goodell, uh, I think that, you know, you're saying he, he only spent because he's a star player for two games. I, I think Goodell's a jack, you know what. Yeah. He, he suspended, uh, old what's his name, the New Orleans coach, Peyton. Uh, well, yeah, sure. well Peyton. Greg, Greg Williams as well as defensive coordinator. Oh, well, right. yeah, Greg Williams. But, but Peyton, which is the brain trust of that organization, and well, let's see, the Super Bowl is going to be played that year in New Orleans. Mm hmm. And they were, I mean, they had a team that I think was capable of getting there, and they took out the uh, the main clog, which is their head coach. Right. I, you know, here's, and this is my, the point of my rant in the one up at one today, was that the NFL needs to standardize their conduct policy. Just beyond what the CBA has, has, um, has bargained, they have this additional, quote, conduct policy that's this ambiguous thing that allows Goodell executive privilege to be able to suspend people when they don't conform to what's considered ethically or morally so right by him. He's a dictatorship. More or less. Well, there's and a needs CBA, to be a but he still has the power to do whatever the hell he wants. Right, and he's, he's actually opening the league up for a lawsuit. What he needs to do is have the league standardize and formalize 
that conduct policy, that additional suspension. And I think the reason they haven't done that is because it would have to be a part of the collective bargaining agreement. It would need to be entered in the next CBA. I think there's a reason they haven't done it, but it needs to be done. They're opening themselves up for a lawsuit ASAP. because he's deliberately um, manipulating the integrity of the product. You know, with different teams, he's manipulating the integrity of the product, and in some cases, it's more it's it's disproportionate in what he did with the Saints versus what he did with the Ravens. Well, you know, and I'd like to blame Goodell for the Raiders' downfall, but I mean, that was Al. <laughs> the later, I, I, I gotta call spade a spade there, man. It was know, all, yeah, I, turning over in his coffin, trading uh, you know, trading John Gruden for the picks, and then not not hitting on those picks is kind of what really sunk him in the end. Well, that, the that, was, that started the ball thing. rolling, and then when he saw, uh, oh, what's his name, the cough syrup dude, throw the ball 70 yards from his knees, he said, oh, that's Raider football, we got to have The it. cough syrup dude? <laughs> what was it, uh, Jamuscles Russell or what? <laughs> Jamarcus? Well, I have a, I have a different Marcus name for him, which I can't say on the air. But, <laughs> well, uh, that's why we got Twitter sports, sir. Yeah, exacto mundo. But, no, you said I never called you on Saturday, and I heard the discussion. I just wanted to throw in my two cents. And I, I don't. The NFL, I, when's the next uh, CBA agreement come up? When we got oh, I think it's 2018, if yeah, I'm we, not mistaken. We gotta, I could be wrong. It's a while. a while. Okay, yeah, because, I mean, the players voted on that. And, and, I, and I know a former player, and he, and he told me that when they get called in to test, he said it's more than a week notice. Dude. He said he, he was told he had to be in New York two months before. They sent him the plane ticket. Oh, yeah, they, be here and they know be when here it is. Test, and at this time, you'll be at our office to test. I was so mistaken. Yeah, it's actually – yeah, it's actually 2021. Sports are oh up gosh. against, and uh, I thank right, you for the guys. I thank you for the call, brother. Yeah, it's it's 2021 is actually when the CBA gets uh, gets redone. Oh, what a shame. Segment five, all done, man. I'm I'm just about spent. It's about 100 degrees in the studio. I've exerted a lot of energy, but you know what? I'm not gonna cramp up in the fourth quarter, Ben. I got I'm you. gonna come back in the sixth segment. We're gonna finish strong. We're gonna win the championship. I hear you, brother. You dig what I'm saying? My eyes. All right. Mario Vitanzi, Benjamin Albright, Nolan Lee's level up. The handsomest two hours is almost up. You got one more segment. You are so welcome. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. You need me, please me, baby. Come on. Maybe have a little crazy, but